0: View from the North Curve, a fairly regular podcast covering all things North Curve Celtic. This podcast aims to get some of the North Curve news across in an easy to digest fashion while exploring fan culture from a bit further afield at the same time. I'll be steering away from the usual 4-4-2 who's playing right back type chat. It's already covered elsewhere and instead I'll be focusing on the stuff off the pack. I'm your host Kev. Uh, I'm joined by Tony and Connor again here in the background, sorting out all the technical stuff. Uh, just to say a big thanks to everybody for tuning in again. I'm pleased this time to welcome on another El- ex Celt and ex Celtic to captain, Tom Boyd. Tom, uh, just thanks for taking the time out, mate, and coming along to speak with us. Uh, and what we'll do now is we'll jump into a wee break and I'll pass things on to Tony who's going to get a wee chat with Tom about his experiences growing up as a
1: Celtic supporter. What is so special, Tommy, about this Celtic support? What do they mean to Tommy Burns? So right right what's so special about him right Just right up there, what's so special about them. They're there and they're always there. And God bless everyone.
2: Else. Tom, um, it's just going to be kind of similar to the way we done with Tosh McKinley. I don't know if you heard it or no, but it was basically just asking him, And his experiences growing up supporting Celtic, um, how he got to the games, who he went with, were there any kind of games that stuck out, any kind of anecdotes or any stories that's good to share with kind of people listening to see just what your experiences was growing up seeing us? Uh, Well, growing up, uh, as I said, I was basically, I think, in family tradition,
1: I think, following on through your father's footsteps. And... Uh, and where he was going, uh, and uh, and I think just the uh, experience coming in here was uh, I think basically initially when my father was maybe no uh, had too many drinks and did able to bring me into Selly Park and, and and on occasion uh, my first experience um, there's a wee picture of the Lions behind there uh, I was 18 months old I think when the Lions had won the the European Cup and my dad says. There was a picture that says, you're in there, and it was a Celtic uh, I can't remember that, but it was only 18 months. Uh, so me and my brother were in there, uh, and so that was my first experience. can't remember much of it, but uh, my first game was a way back, and uh, I think it was against the seventies, early 70s, and it was against these five here. I don't remember it being against these five. What I remember it being is it against a team that played in black and gold, and I've worked it out now, I think we went to nothing. I've worked it out there was these five. There's not many teams playing back and in the whole time here. Uh, and so that was so back probably it was about six or seven or something that time. Uh, so it was basically a time of uh, just waiting to see when your dad was available to take you in, to come here, to live. Can I say that? Can you lift your ear? You know, is, <laughs> is, is <it, laughs> I'm not allowed to do that now, are we? We'll <laughs> no scanning, no scanning, scanning six, anyway. scanners everywhere. No, you know? um, but that was, that was tradition, wasn't it? You know, coming here to Zellwe Park was, you know, when did you first get lifted over? Uh, and as it was at the time, your initiation was to get out to uh, the jungle, uh, and as a young boy, young kid, you were put in the front, uh, and so you could see the game, because obviously you weren't anywhere else. So that was the experience of... Of coming here, uh, and then coming back here with my brother, it was my brother would come along. so he's a, a year older myself, uh, and so it was just when I, again whenever my father was available to take us in here uh, uh, and come in, uh, because at the time you you are you, too young enough that you would recall that I think, people would come to the games would uh, come and use it as a as a wee getaway uh, uh, to have a wee cargo and a wee session. Uh, and the so way it should be <laughs> the way it get, that it was uh, before. A team rioted in 1980 uh, because they couldn't take a defeat. uh, If you remember that one, Uh, I think in fact that was George Mccluskey, was it? No, that started that a way back. um, A a shot or a pass from Danny, shall we say? Um, So that was that was early, early hours, uh, sort of early times of myself. Uh, and how uh, I became myself to support did, did you
2: get the supporters' bus up there? Your, your dad, did you There was, there was a meeting
1: few meeting times where we stayed, we stayed in a wee village called Broomhouse. Uh, there's not much to it. There is now. Um, it's massive. Uh, but there was only about three or four streets. In uh, the main part, a couple of other down there, we're dug out into just south of uh, uh, Beatliston. And uh, that's where I went to school. Uh, and so the pub that we left from was either the mail coach or the smugglers, and that was the two pubs that we brought um, from us. And so my dad would, I'm trying to think how, with the mobile phones, how you get in contact to say, come down, you know, to get the, the if somebody he'd send somebody up in a pigeon or something like that, I don't know. Uh, but uh, that was how, we, maybe dad's how I missed it in a few times, you know, because uh, there wasn't any mobile co- uh, phones there. Uh, but yeah, obviously that was uh, you just waiting to see and waiting, you waiting, know, in know, anticipation of whether we'd be able to get into the games and stuff like that. But that was that was Broomhouse and that was for the smugglers or the mail coach and we jumped in the bus or maybe one of the friends, my dad's friends, was going in uh, and they would take us in that way. Um, so that's that was how we really started and how we got the hook and the bug uh, of the games, you know.
2: Did you see when you kind of hurt your teens, were you were more concentrating on the football uh, than to get to the games or did you still? Well, I think I interfered.
1: Uh, with going to the games, uh, whether you're playing as uh, your school team and then you're playing with your boys' club in the afternoon, so it did interfere with going. Not that it detracted any, you know, you know, in terms of looking for result, you know, when, when even when I couldn't make it, you know, you're only what was a uh, uh, the STV thing and, and looking at the, as the scores, cast would come in, and, you know, that kind of thing. So uh, or even listening to the radio in anticipation, you know, because the radio was doing the commentary and stuff. So, uh, uh there would be many and ever some moments. When I wasn't at the football, um, I think you know you kid as well coming in here. At the, you know, times you know you're you're in awe of you know the stature of these guys that you know, the pictures behind us of the uh, and, and and I think that's the, the thing that you take from it is how these boys become your your, your heroes, your idols, uh, and and how nervous you see when you meet them for the first time I and mean, when you see them well, even, goodbye. Ah, exactly. <laughs> even goodbye, even in the streets, when you see them in a the car or something, like that. and and that was an event because mm-hmm. of. What they did, yep. and who they played for, you know, they played for your team, Aye. and and even in the presence of going by in the street, uh, and I, just, I, I let yourselves possibly I, I was like that as well yep. as a kid, uh, and it still doesn't change, you know, I come in here to we but in the Celtic suite, uh, and before I do some of my ambassadorial roles of going out to meet the supporters, uh, Bobby Lennox is here, Bertie Aldi is here, John Clark, you know, even George,
2: just still uh, feel a bit. In awe, can I? Aye, well, you get to know them, you've done and what and you've
1: done. obviously, but you, you, you know your place uh, yeah. and you know what they have done uh, and, and what they have gave to the club, uh, and, and there's, there's full respect to it. There's a wee bit of banter but there is total respect for yeah. what they have given to this football club uh, and what they achieved for this football club. Uh, so it's absolutely tremendous, you know, to be able for myself now to be in this position, but uh, as you say, it started a long time ago and in awe of all. All these guys, Danny McGrean, Jimmy Johnson, all that kinda of, I was just at the end of when the sort of nine really going to see that kinda yeah. thing, you know.
0: So Tom See when you touched on there when you were going to the games with your old man, yeah. um you were in the jungle? Yeah. that's what you mean that
1: was, that was I was in the jungle for once right. uh, and that was the, the first initiation I would go to the way in because we were from East End yeah. and further out so we would just stay in that side we didn't come to the cell end off because right. that was obviously quiet yeah. uh, and we could me and my, my brother could get running about doing Aye. stupid things you know what I mean trying to look and see if there's any money lying in the empty bottles or something Aye. like you know I don't know um, but the, that, that's, that's what you've done and that's that's you've you know, done. So we were mainly in the, the away end, right. I don't know what it is, it used to be the Rangers end, but mm. they passed away <laughs> a few years ago, so uh, I
0: don't know what <laughs> end is called now. And yeah, what's your experiences in the jungle, yeah? you any sort of tales but, or well,
1: tales, no, um, obviously wasn't in there too often, no. but uh, just for the, the the first time, but just, uh, you know, uh, from the away ends and kind of I'm trying to think. No, I think just born just chasing my brother really <laughs> bit, uh, playing type, you know. watching the football. I don't think it was in might be the same interest as what you did. Seeing seemed you're there or something like yep. then listening the radio and your imagination's mm-hmm. getting cut away. Certainly for young boys and young and Yeah. Um I remember taking my boy in his very first game when he stopped playing and that was at Muddle. Uh, when I stopped playing Muddle took him to Muddle and watched him and uh, he says, Right, we're going." And the, and the warm-up, they just finished. <laughs> but that's maybe the uh, the, the, the attention span of a young kid and stuff like you know. So um, I think we were like that a wee bit. But uh, I was shooting for the times. Not nothing. No, there was nothing that we could say that Aye. I'm trying to remember. But you know what we could do. Uh, the highlight games, big games that, that, that I remember. Uh, the, the Scottish Cup final, which was at Hampden against Derby. Right. Seventy-five. Who's that? That Billy's big like last game. Seventy-four. Seventy-four. I think it's Billy's last game, isn't it? Um, I've got my style to my side here, <laughs> you know, John Paul, So if I get answered wrong, John Paul Taylor will correct me, and he will know everything of it. Even me, he'll know when I scored goals and, and how many goals, goals I scored did and you, where I scored them, because I'm going to ask you <laughs> questions after this, right? um, But yeah, that that's going go there and going to Hamden. I think the first time i went to Hamden, uh, so. and, and just going amongst the support at, at that time. Yeah, you know? but uh, yeah, it's special time, special, you know, to to, to go and actually go somewhere
2: with your dad That yep. wasn't a holiday come in and see your team come and see Silly Park it was uh, it certainly caught your imagination right, so Tommy well can I go on a wee bit about how you you played with the boys club then you went to Murrowell and then Chelsea mm-hmm. then back up the road so I think we'll have a wee pause that's, that a wee was pause. A, a
1: very short pre-sale of my career there wasn't it that was that, <laughs> well, that was, we were just going to well. con- try to, to concentrate on the it. you know what I mean I don't need
2: to explain it. <laughs> but uh, well we were doing a wee bit of research haven't you uh-huh. yeah. and one of the things that We'd read about was when you were at Millerwell and I was talking you going down south and there was a various clubs in for you, if not in Forest, Chelsea and all that. But something stuck out for, for me, it was a quote for you, you say was I dunno what to go down south, my thing was to get back you played with Celtic Boys Club yeah. then let like, you go above the cry was, but your thing was to get back to Park, and That's how after I read that about you I was kinda like, well, this is a guy that gets it. Uh, no, I mean, I know it's different times in the Premier League. Didn't have the money that it had now. Yeah. But that, that, that quote for you kind of stuck it for me. That your, your aim was just to play for Celtic. The King. only
1: thing wrong with that is that for me, nobody tell me there was ever an official approach from Celtic. Um, I don't think mother muddle would have kept that by themselves, um, and maybe they didn't want to sell me to them. Uh, I never yeah. ever found out if there was anything, because you would consider with the amount of interest. Uh, but then I think that was Billy's uh, last season as well. It was in 1999. It was one a fair year. bit of dough, wasn't it? Aye. No? Um, for me, I went for 800000 But then if you look, when Liam Brady came in, he managed to get... I was leaving. I had to leave that I, I was skint. The money they paid was, was peanuts. Uh, and so I had to leave Mother one way another. I had a four-year contract beforehand and I didn't want to renew it. And that was... You had to get a £10 wage rise and sign a new one-year contract, which... I had to stop so I was on peanuts by the time I left uh, and uh, at that time I don't know if Billy would have been afforded to get the money because I think he was almost on his way out. When I was, teams were talking to me, I spoke to Forrest, that was the, the official one uh, that I spoke to, I spoke to Brian Clough um, but uh, there was nobody that said to me uh, and I would have loved it but nobody said to me that you know, Celtic would, would have come in for you and I would have been as a homeburger, as I was at the time in the Celtic support, I would have loved to have just stayed up here and and all But that didn't happen. Didn't last long down south. It happened fairly quickly, but it didn't last long. Uh, but uh, nobody said to me that that Celtic uh, you know, had come in officially. See in when, when you when you played down south,
2: so you did some of the games. You played like at Anfield. You won. a winning team at Anfield. That was last game. How, what was that? See, you obviously played for Mullerwell for a while, yeah. and you played in big games. Mullerwell winning in the cup and different stuff like that. How was how did the atmosphere compare? Because obviously doing it at that time in England, it was a rowdy old fucking game. No, I mean, there was lots of borders on the terraces and different stuff like that. C- did it stick out for a that noise-wise? You,
1: you see there's lots of borders on the terraces didn't it, uh, in England. Listen, the, the, the best experience I've had of that was uh, some of the abuse that you get at Muddle at third <laughs> uh, And there was a guy called Gregor Stevens who used to play for Rangers, Angels game to Muddle. And so he was getting stuck uh, for one of the supporters in the stand. Or uh, the terrace in the shed, as it's called. Uh, and we scored a goal, Murdo had scored a goal, so we ran up to the one end to celebrate and all that. And we turned around and we seen Gregor Stevens coming for the halfway line. He'd went to the shed then, punched the guy <laughs> that was giving support. <laughs> so we, the trouble was coming for the guys on the park. He we went up and apologised at the end I didn't he couldn't do that? But listen, there was every bit as much. I remember playing uh, a game, Murdo versus Aberdeen, and it could, to get abandoned because of the casual crews yeah, that we had. Way back then, that was Aberdeen casuals. and I would leave the, the, SS- SS- the, the S S uh, yeah, So they were then at that time. I don't know if big that was a of segregation, you know, in terms of supporters, you know, because you used to mingle and just go into the ends. You had wee pockets. Yeah. But there was nothing like that if somebody came into your end, I oh, get him out of here and I'm, not I'm, not I'm right. wrong, I've just naive and that because i was on the park. Uh but yeah, listen, there was other bit as much trouble up here, in certain Games. Uh, as it was down south, if mm-hmm. you look at it right, in 1980 and what that. Mm-hmm. You know, I, I think they were a wee bit more cuter with their stuff yeah. down there and arranged and, arrange and meeting. And, uh, certainly, st- someone probably wouldn't go at the game, but mm-hmm. like just to arrange mm-hmm. that kind of thing. But, uh, yeah, the atmospheres were good. I, when going down to uh, uh, Chelsea and Stamford Bridge, th- there were similarities eventually when they came back to Celtic Park in terms of the, the, the shape of the ground. Uh, and there was a big running track uh, round about Stamford Bridge at that time and there was one small stand at one side, there was a big new one at the other one, much as Celtic was. Uh, so there was a lot of similarities there in terms of the space and the vastness of it. So from that point of view, you didn't really get close, you know, you weren't at like Firth Park or Tyncastle or something like that, you know, in terms of whether they were right on top of you. So you weren't really close enough uh, to absorb that and to get involved. But uh, yeah, it was, I would say it was every bit as bad up here. Mm-hmm. My experience
2: is being at Muddle, um, and then it was doing it at, at Chelsea. So you as you were saying there, Tommy before you went and do to to Chelsea the, could you kinda of tell people to listen in you growing up a big a big Celtic fan. Aye. What was it like to, to play against us first firstly, were you try to did you go that wee bit harder to try and impress to get the move and then
1: as it's interesting that when you, when you see that you, you think that you think oh there'll be a supporter of the club but they'll, they'll, they'll no bother they'll they'll lay down and stuff like that. you know which is often accused of of supporters or, or even a supporter of the other team across the city and, and it's, oh they'll be trying harder against you but the opposite probably because you if you're wanting press maybe if your career's you know another side at then but if you're a young boy and want to impress and want to play for yourself you've got to play well against them yeah so you've got to try. Um, and and you know I had the attitude that wasn't me. I was trying in every single game, and I, I just I played that you know whether it be a team against Dublin whether it be a team against Celtic or Rangers or, or Real Madrid or something. I tried my best in every single game, and I think you, you go and ask your managers. And, and uh, yeah. apart from one time when I was playing with Mordo, I think it was my last season, uh, and I was on stinker, it Was you see was at Celtic Park, at Modo, Uh, And it all kicked off at half-time. Tommy McLean came to me uh, and and almost screwed up and accused me of no trying. Because I was leaving the season and and at the end of the season he accused me of no trying. I I, I wasn't having a good game. Um, But whatever he'd done, he came and he smacked my horn, which had a cup of tea in it, and he went around. And I was bloody raging. And I was going to kill him. Uh, And that was... um, uh, told me, Tom Forsyth was his assistant. He jumped in, and a couple of other people jumped in and he split me up because I was going to kill Tommy McLean that day. Um, I went out for the second half, but at that time, and it was no for the sake of because Celtic, it was yep. It was because of what Tommy McLean had done. My heart wasn't real in the second half, you know what I mean? Uh, that was the only time mm-hmm. I could say that. Um, but there was, uh, as I say, opportunities that you know, you work out how I got to Celtic and how I played, but yeah, trying, playing against that match, it, I would love to have played really well against Celtic, but I would try that in every game, um, because you? then that, you know, it's not just against Celtic, I know that as the initial contact, the point of contact but they see you in against the, you know, the top team, uh, whatever, uh, then, you know, you've got to do that consistently, you can't kind of just do it in one game against it, you've got to do it in every and so that's how you'll go to my attitude was to
2: do see, see, when you're playing against Celtic and people are obviously were quite tight, and you're good, maybe getting dogs abuse you were a, a fullback, you know what I mean? You're on the, the right or left, Aye. and you maybe hear, see, when you're getting pelters off Celtic fans, do you ever think to yourself that what I'm one to use, or else yeah. if you're getting dogs abuse but off that, of that other mob, do you think yourself, why up?
1: I, I, I don't know how this worked out, yeah. whether it's because I signed in an yacht or a YTS, it uh, a yacht. Uh, for Muddle and then came through. I, I never, ever played for Muddle Youth and a lot of people that I speak to support us that I'm from Muddle and I'm from that area. wasn't As I said, the Weed Village, which is right at the edge of Glasgow um, and, and, and I was always a Glasgow. I, my high school was a cooperative in St, uh, St. Ambrose. Uh, my primary school was in Liston St Bridget's, but I was never a manager boy uh, other than that. Just, uh, that school term I was all combined and a lot of people. Still to this day, say, hey, everyone, oh, that was n- I was never anything that um, because I played, I think, I a year at Bishop Briggs after a couple of years at Celtic Boys Club. My first boys' club was at Ocking Gill in Easterhouse um, uh, after playing with my school team. So, um, no, I don't know how that's came about and whether it people seeing you, you know, people surmised that I came from there. Not far from there, enough, but, um, um, but that's, that's what a lot of people think.
0: So, Tom, you're back at Celtic. And, you know, you come in at a time where there was sack of board campaigns during the 90s, a real sort of low uh-huh. low time, and then kind of leading into, you know, stopping the 10. Right. Uh-huh. And then, you know, the success that we had when Martin O'Neill came in the treble um, in his first season. Which can you speak a wee bit about going for that sort of,
1: so kind of low? Well, well you, you go know. for They say it was a low, but for me it was a high. I'm signing for the club i, yeah. I, I, I supported uh, and I'm pulling on that jersey every game and, and I try my best in every game the results didn't go well initially they did in the first season when we only lost the one game in the semi-final I think um, which was usually disappointing um, but we, we were playing well mm-hmm. but then it started go how the following season I think then Liam lost his job uh, yeah. and stuff like that uh, and then that was starting to kick in the, the of, I, I think where it started to kick in from that was the money that was afforded to Liam Brady? The big signings never done it, you know. In terms of, you know, your Cascarinos. obviously. That mm-hmm. I was glad he didn't yeah. do it. Um, <laughs> you know, brilliant, he never done it. But <laughs> it was um, so obviously he was didn't uh, disappoint. I me. Mean, Stuart Slater was another one. Uh, Gary Gillespie, I think, was was, was a, a another. Uh, amongst others, That was there big money that he spent, big outlay. Uh, obviously, to try and compete. And, and they didn't have the impact, and I know just put us bigger and bigger and bigger in the mat. Yeah. Uh But when it came to the, the the release, I know I know that you maybe be no this, and it does affect your subconscious when you're at playing and you uh, you try to blank it off. That's why I've got hearing aids and you know, because I try to do that, um, just trying to blank it off and just concentrate on your game. But when you you get first and you hear somebody say, "Whoa, that's rubbish on the team," and to be fair, we were rotten at no, times. Yeah. You know, especially the the season under Tommy when Tommy took over. Yeah. Um. Uh, that season was nobody wanted to be there. The team were, were rubbish. You know, we talk about what we've won in recent years. A double treble. We're, we're, we're spoiled just now. A mm-hmm. treble yeah. treble. Oh. Sorry, apologies. Um. And there was a period during that uh, under Tommy where we we only won three games in seventeen. Yeah. Right. You think <coughs> of that? You know what what what. Um, admittedly that was when Fergus had just taken over Mm -hmm. so Tommy had to make his influence and it did and he had a massive impact for what you know the club was to him and what he he gave to the club and and, in every sense and so that was just the start when we started to get big PR and all that I liked a couple of players there so we managed to compete so it was uh, yeah it was for me though still pulling on the jersey run it was great but obviously there was huge turmoil Uh, and the release was to get away from to talk about this, what's going to happen was the football on the Saturday yeah. or the games. I know we we're the playing, but I still love getting out, pulling the jersey as, as I still do now. i 53, I try to pull out as often as I can. I still love playing football, yeah, and especially pulling on the hitch, playing football.
2: That's it, fantastic, you know. You see, see, when during the turmoil, but, but yeah. obviously before Tommy and Ferguson and came in, and we had all the sack of balls stuff, and I, I, no matter how many books I can read, I was you have just a bit too young to be involved not being no. in the teens and that yet but you try to read as much about it as you can and try to understand the, how kind of grave the situation was what was it kind of like for you as players with like and they don't turn up for the game and all that, and then attendances were plummeted, and you had the protests outside the, the hangman. Did, did people can ask you to get involved? Users would I, obviously I, have a I split don't Nicole, loyalty, no, but. i
1: do not recall everybody ever asking us to get involved and, and, and being in front of that kind of thing. Um, I think so a lot of players, are, you know, your, your wages are still going in, your family fend for you, all that kind of thing, you know. Um, so I think players prioritise that first, you know. Uh, yes, the atmosphere is no great, and it does affect you because we've seen that. And we, the difference is, as, as I say, it's easier to play in front of. 60, if you're a decent player, playing in front of sixty thousand when they're shouting your name, they're all chanting you, rather than playing in front of that when it's not going well and there's a bad pass and and your team. Which obviously there was boycott signs, so the crowd was dwindling and mm-hmm. the atmosphere. And then you start to hear the shouts. So we were, sometimes when you're playing there's a massive crowd, it just turns into a noise or a groan. When it gets a wee bit quiet and people are in there, it becomes more personal. And you can hear it all, but you try to be professional just blank all that out. But it, but it, it surely had an effect. You've seen the results. You've seen the performances, uh, as well as you know not being afford to get the better players and, and the players that had you know that can make an impact. Uh, but that did start to change after we we had the, the, you know the Mo you know, taking over and, and the results. But there was was grim in terms of the football and, and everything about
2: the club at that time. But in some of the, even well, in, in the early nineties, we, we did have some decent results. Can kind of I with the Cologne man coming back for two 0 doing yeah. all there and yeah, uh, Sporting Lisbeth first game Sporting Lisbeth beating one, now we beat beat two over all, all there, but. Did you i we did you,
1: did with, I think, uh, I can recall across. I, I, you talk about the games, and I'm, and, and I'm seeing you talk about the games. I can remember what I've done in these games and uh, helped set I, up the goals. I remember the, the, the third goal for John Collins, he dropped the um, shoulder. I, I flung his throat in. It was actually a fell throw. On, if you yeah, see John me, went. I've seen John Free, and I'm, and, you know, I try to take it as quick as I can. And I think I'm jumping up in the air and giving it, I don't know, then Danny LaRue dance techniques. It, when <laughs> you look at me, you watch it again. Uh, and then obviously, you talk about the, the Sporting Lisbon game. And I remember getting down the byline and crossing the ball for Jerry Kane. He should have scored a header. Um, I think that might have been at 0 or 0-0. Um I do recall. I, 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 it's quite a lot of see, games. See, like see that. when
2: you're, you're when you're kind of looking back at that now and you're going like the travelling to Germany, travelling to Lisbon, and that can kind of I the the Cologne. Man, I think we took like five six thousand yeah. or something. Take cool. I think it was like a quarter a quarter of the crowd is. I must be some buzz for you. you're coming out against Cologne.
1: For the best one,
2: I know they've bought me the league again, but they had players like that Barsky and uh-huh. all that right, kind of playing for them, and then you look and you've got five, six thousand punters. The, ah, that's,
1: but, that's that must be some buzz. know that we know that we, knew that we know that, that you, you hear the, 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 the stories of Silas was going here. There, obviously, the perfect example of that the Seville uh, game uh, against Portal where you know the thousands upon thousands of supporters turned up uh, and, and that I, I don't think that would surprise them the, who uh, knew what the Celtic support's all about uh, and, and and how they can go there and enjoy themselves and have a great time. Uh, but yeah, to get there, the backing of the support's fantastic. The, the best one I think ever, we lost the game as well, was in uh, I think Tommy took over PSG uh, when I think at the time, and I can't recall, was Roll With It come on. Oh, right. and I think that was the, the, the initial, it may have been earlier, I don't know if it was sung earlier, uh, game, but that's the first time I can remember yep. that. And that was the, the best atmosphere, I think, for an away support. Um, because we were playing okay. We were only one think We only lost the game 1-0. I'm we really check when we came home uh, to, to sell it apart the next game. But um, that was... A, I can remember that being the best atmosphere, yeah. I think. Because mm-hmm. Rolewood actually crowd.
0: turned into a bit of a... You know, he used to play at Hamden and stuff. Like, right. It turned into a bit of a sort of yeah. Celtic supporters. Well, it
2: even we talking about that, I was reading a wee bit about the clone man. He says that they always looking the bright side of life. That was yeah. one of the first times... That was saying I don't know whether that's true or no. I was to might have a been a bit young. Performance
1: ago. on the night was because we were rotten. <laughs> the not a first like, uh, two nothing. Do nothing. Aye, nothing
0: for, you, know, look, uh. you, you had things like you know I can remember um, like say maybe late 90s and they used to play the sweetest thing and stuff like that oh. at the time like, and that just became sort of you, they were just tuned associated with
1: you have you have a few moments you know in, in, in terms of games and, and it's difficult because you're supposed to be concentrating yeah. on the football and, and what happens in the football and you do for most of it but you can sometimes hear a wee chance and you go oh that sounds quite good cool, <laughs> in terms of some of the songs that come yeah. on so you're going to look and then you're going to say well, what was that you're to find out what was that song Aye. what was that all about you know well, that we did that we I'm did still getting the Tommy Boyd song <laughs> enough, you know what <laughs> I mean but no. ah, it's know. the first time you're in uh, the section
0: when uh, you come out of the section up, yeah. we'll, we'll, we can hang with, with it which your are uh, sort of thinking Tom on you're obviously a familiar face now going away domestically with the Celtic support and going to home matches and stuff with a new kind of set within the ground Where you know as in the corner Aye. and a kind of different type of support maybe Um What's your sort of thinking on that and how it is now? And
1: well, I, I I think there's a better focus in terms of, you know, to, to, to galvanise the crowds because yeah. there are some times when games are very quiet. I mean, I noticed that years ago before yeah. that, I was set up that the crowd was, at, at times, very, very quiet. Um, European games, I think they took care of themselves. Yeah. I think there's always that special feeling about a midweek game under the floodlights. Um, and, and I think that they take care of themselves, you know, maybe because of the, a different level of opposition or something as well. I don't know, uh, but certainly, you know, there was a lot of times excuses for that in terms of when you know, way back in the early part when we're going through the sales the, the, the for change thing yeah. uh, and then they, you know, the changeover and so the atmosphere, everybody would have been doing the gloom, and especially with the performances. So, you, as you go on, you know, you can no. certainly hear these things,
0: maybe even sort of get into the all-seater a stadium, Aye. whereby you had the old terraces for years, right.
1: um, and that change Well, and that, I, 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 you can tell me. i uh, obviously you're more experienced than me in terms of going to grounds, and and, and I think it's far easier to get a sing song yeah. when there is people standing rather than mm. and your mates are all together. Because yeah, yeah. I think that I think that did have an impact on all support yeah. in stadiums, uh, with when your your mates weren't quite as close to you, you know. So I think that did have a impact. Right. So it's now. Rectified and, and getting everybody together, I yep. think certainly is a, a, a sensible approach, and it is needed. Yeah. And 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 the majority of games, I would say, as a focal point to get them. Yeah. You know, you see so many other grounds now, I and mean, I think they've all copied that. That they get that the crowd, the support, and 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 a, and a base to go and get the song going. And that think that without a doubt is, is certainly adds to the atmosphere of the ground.
2: See, when you were saying there that sometimes you heard songs and you went back, and went like, what, what was that kind of? Thing? What would you say would be your favourite? If is a is but I don't know how it would, but obviously no playing football yourself at that level but I think
1: the first one the, the, I the first one that impact I had to that and obviously I knew quite a few of the ones is when uh, The Fields of Arthur I came in um, and I think the first time I heard I could make it out was up at Patoja, and I'm going ah, that's a nice wee tune mm-hmm. nice wee, you know and like, obviously you can't even focus on what was the words of the mm-hmm. song I couldn't make that out I struggle to make some things maybe that's why i will get in it I struggle to make them out sometimes but that, that was one that mm-hmm. was, uh, I think I the first time when I recall that was at Patoja. Uh, and the way you support singing that one, you know, yeah. uh, and that was nice. Uh, there's been some builders uh, along the years and stuff, you know, uh, some some great ones. And the best ever, you know, we we'll talk about the best ever atmosphere. Then from that would have been for me when I finished. I think when I'm playing obviously St game, but that was new. That was a nervous something. That was that was, that was, that was uh, I was there I was nearly everything, yeah. Once it finished,
2: it was great. And that you, bought, get b- you get a bit of pelters for your singing after it, listening, on that podium on your bothered.
1: Well, I'll blame Tony Hamill for that one. Uh, he flung a mic in front of me, obviously. And I, my, my, my defense, if there is a defense, uh, I know I'm a minging singer, but if you're in the middle of the pitch, you know, JP will, will, will vouch for this, there's a delay in hearing right. your voice. No, I've never experienced that. Right, I just talk to people, I've yeah. never spoke uh, or Tanner systems and all that. So when you sing, you don't hear yourself right away. So you're going to, yeah. but then that's an excuse to sing. Yeah. After <laughs> <you> know, <this. laughs> anyway, listen, be, uh, listen the next time, I will to do one go, next go, time, I'll sing. You, you can go in
0: the megaphone.
1: You can, know, can go in the megaphone once you win the 10. Aye, aye, Not aye. aye. God, well, That's a deal. We need somebody to take a Wait and see Fingers crossed. He's still here, but that's
2: another story. We need to make that deal then, if we stop with 10. Yeah, we'll oh get the 10 get the guy get stop the 10, 10, 10. Ah, yeah, get the guy stoke the 10
1: I'll maybe give I'll a, a additional so. <laughs> we'll uh, and you so and it will be in him. key this time <laughs> I'll get my practice done
0: so Tom uh, just to kind of wrap things up we're going to introduce a wee new thing uh, that we plan on doing with our podcast going forward where we put, put it out to the rest of the North Curve membership that we've got um, and ask same if there's any questions a wee thing called Uh, Questions for the
1: curve
0: (laughs) 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 Um, (laughs) Is this
1: a (laughs) curveball I'm going throwing, is it (laughs) uh,
0: So we put it out today And we got a few questions back If you guys that were You know looking to ask you something So we'll start start, We've got one here Um, I know we kind of Maybe skipped over it earlier on We didn't really touch on it Because you could speak all night About stopping the 10 Um, Have
1: we mentioned that yet? (laughs) We've
0: got one here It is what was the feeling like in the dressing room during the run in '98, and did all of the non-Scots in the team, or the non-Scottish players, or like sort of non Celic supporters, yeah. um, did they really appreciate what it was all about, and, what, and you know how big that was?
1: Oh, I, I, they found out fairly quickly. Yeah, I think the importance of that season. I, I don't think they would have known the severity of it coming in, um, but once you know. Sell it, support, and players. would start to tell them what this meant, what yeah. this is, and also you start to meet supporters and say, "Oh, you've got to stop this! You've got to stop this! You've got to Aye, stop every this!" Every day, every day. Yeah. Uh, so you'd meet them, uh, and so yes, without any shadow of doubt, I think everybody knew it. And I think that you know, you look at the performances yeah. in that season. There was a lot of nervy performances uh, over the course of it. Uh, I think for that reason, I think for both teams, yeah. uh, you know, the importance of of doing that and and. And getting over that line of stopping them uh, from doing that, so yeah. that was uh, I, I, I They learned fairly quickly that, especially after our start, right? <laughs> it's the two clubs, isn't it? Well, uh, these our first two league games anyway. I
2: know having nervous, yeah. obviously? during that time I always thought oh i got going to blow it, it draws with Dundee United Drosby Hibbs obviously Dunfermline yeah. last you always just because I'd never yeah, really let, let, seen let his
1: let me finish there right see the, the, the Dunfermline one that was all part of the big plan just right? for the big date. no honestly um, we were sitting at half time at East End Park and when we had a wee discussion the only one that didn't want the heart that's the heart was Simon Donner he'd scored the goal and he'd have been known as the guy who scored the goal to <laughs> the 10 so we had a wee meeting to say look there's 15,000 Celtic supporters here. Do we not want it back? I think it was 50,000 at that time because there was mm-hmm. one temporary yeah. star. Get it back to Paradise and win it at Paradise. Um, <laughs> no, I don't think try that. <laughs> but it, it worked out for us. Um, Do you think it was
2: important having boys in the dressing room, yourself, your, or the boys that support you Celtic, your wee McNamara's, oh, your Don Lee's? Well, it, does,
1: it does help, um, but it helps more that you get good players yeah, yeah, like within the team. Quality players. You know, we signed some quality that season. Uh, obviously, Henry Larson. Uh, Even Paul Wakim, and he made some All difference. A yeah, European bro- Cup winner mm-hmm. uh, coming in. Big Matt Reaper was a great uh, acquisition. Mm-hmm. Uh, so there was a load of players that, that, that came into the team that helped. That were you know above what we already had, and I actually went. It was a hell of a turmoil. Obviously, changeover as well. Uh, and that obviously Tommy going away, and then Vim wanted to come in and get his own players in. So did you
2: just feel the nerves for the stone? Hmm. Did you
1: feel the nerves for the stand? How could you tell? You know, was it the broom patch in my shorts or something? No, I don't <laughs> know. Was Was it? Could you tell? I was in the skid marks of sliding <laughs> in doing slide tackles. Honestly, uh, you could. You can sense it at times. Um, the, the last game, um, there, there was no, 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 the nerves that we knew because if you're going to have an opportunity to do it. You've got a home game. Against St Johnson they had a decent time. They were gone they were gone for a European place themselves, that year, you? But to go and try and win the championship for the first time in 10 years a home game with front of your own support. What better opportunity can you? You couldn't ask for a better opportunity than that. I know it's asking a lot of pressure. But we, we played well, just couldn't you get that sent go well enough to you know sense it because we could sense you we know that it's not wealth welfare on the other side because if it was, you'd have been, been partying harder. for yeah. the first goal. The cheers were there for the first goal. But, but then it didn't, exactly. yeah, okay. didn't, didn't really kick in until the second goal. I mean, you'd have been coming back then. Um, uh, there was big scares as well, thank lot. and Georgia Georgia missed yeah, that a wee about. opportunity just before <laughs> half-time as well, Went there? There was a lot of... <laughs> Listen, I speak to so many people. There, um, there was a guy I did with Joe McBride, Joe McBride's boy, who was here with the Celtic. But he was listening. He wasn't here, so he was in Aberdeenshire a few years ago. But he was telling me that he was listening to it on the radio, and he just could not take any more. He had to walk out, go for a wee walk, take the dog for a walk. And I think he met a ranger support as well. Got another way, The two of them were the same. Was like nuts. You you must just summed it up in terms of the nerves of people that. You know, grown men couldn't we be able to. But take every, every it? single self, I, I
2: must tell you. you know that, I do.
1: Listen, there's tons of stories. Timmy Tosh, will tell you some about uh, what we were doing in the morning in the game and. and, and just not concentrating the game. You don't can you think of think about. You talk about the professionalism of what we're doing, and we're trying to get the t-shirts ready. <laughs> 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 it has been presumptuous. I don't know, but you you try to get the, t- the smell of the glove t-shirts ready, um, which you're supposed to be focused on the game. Who's your opposite? But we knew were opposition. We knew we're coming here to Celtic Park, uh, so it's as, as confident as you can be without you know, being overconfident. Knowing that you that's that's your, your final opportunity, you know, and you couldn't ask for a better place to win it. Anyway. So. One wee last one to finish up, Tom. We've got one here. It
0: is uh, kind of touches on the present day um, with us and the new setup, new sort of uh, kind of type of support. Yeah. Have you got a favourite display? You know a fan display that, that we've put on, um, obviously the big you mentioned earlier, the, the big fixtures that displays and TIFO's never happened back when you were playing, um, but in your sort of support, apart for the one
1: that was sacked the board, but I think was done in Hame or <laughs> something. Was it, was right. me, but, uh, oh, I, I don't know if JT no was part of that or something. I don't <laughs> well, you know, you get him the I don't, <laughs> uh, Sorry, don't, don't answer that question, <laughs> yeah. um. Um, yeah. I'm yeah. trying to think. The, the, the great one, obviously, in the birthday of beating Barcelona with the big 1-2-5 The one-two-five. That was stunning. Uh, that was that was fantastic. I think that whole night was just sort of the, the whole feel. night, the game, uh, and getting the victory. Yeah. You know, against all the odds, um, will I think will live for me in my memory as uh, the best atmosphere ever. At a game scored early yeah. helps. You know, it helps. You, you know, the, the the crowds start off great, and then if it's not going too well, it's a little bit quieter. But the whole because we'd scored early yeah. on that, that the whole night was fucking fantastic yeah. and then obviously twenty Watts goal. Cool. Uh, but there was still the nerves there of yeah. there was no nerves two nothing up when they played against uh, uh St Johnson. Mm-hmm. There was no nerves there after that mm-hmm. they're coming back, yeah. but certainly against Guys like messy. Okay. You know what he scored one and um but those last ten minutes when the didn't they aye, I think the singing stopped a wee bit But I I that, that that for me would be the best. Yep. But there's also other one significant one's absolutely fantastic I, I, I would come back and all fan can remember bad. put them all, but I uh, yeah, you see, see, when you, see when you see something like the
2: the 2 5 one or the Lisbon Line one do you ever think to yourself oh, I would have liked to have had that when I was playing or do, are you just kind of happy oh dad,
1: you would love to see that walking out in front of you but obviously that wasn't the um, a 60 foot Tom Boyd half I w- yeah. w- would there be? <laughs> aye, 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 I'm, I'm sure. D- I'm sure. I would be somewhere or something like <laughs> we we'll ju- we'll we'll <laughs> we'll just need to wait for the anniversary uh, coming up. Okay, aye, aye get something that. sorted aye, for aye. you. I'm not. It's not long. I'm sixty. <laughs> 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 um, but yeah, listen, aye, um, But that wasn't around at yeah. that time. That wasn't the thing. Uh, we've now developed. We've got a, a bit relationship and all that mm-hmm. kind of way to say, well, "Okay, let, let's do this." Uh-huh, yeah. yeah. and you? all can get together. Maybe social yeah. media helps that way. You know, of getting your all your mates together to do these things, I don't, I'm not know you will be able to tell me, but uh, I'm sure it's far easier to do these things now than what it would have been mm-hmm. a way back all those years yeah. ago. Um, but it's still great to be able to come to this great place, and uh, whether it's a supporter or whether it's a player, uh, and just performing. You know I mean? We're all together. Nice. It's been a great big day. And we'll
2: just need to get you up on that capo stand. No, aye, aye. That would, that that I don't know if it's gonna interfere with your select T V work right enough or else get you the bullets. Like bullet <laughs> um and,
1: and, and slag the referees as a goodbye which I usually do right <laughs> enough, you know, and, uh and That's but that's something we'll need we need to do. I maybe should it, use up one of them when I'm up doing the select and just do it as a commentary for that or the other <laughs> the thing we I'm that, not too sure what your stadium. voice
2: the singing voice you know what I mean you may get a bit no I'm going to be a stick for us. i I need to come out
1: and listen I, I'll, I'll, I'll refer you to the last game of the season I think after I the cup final we're back no last game of the season and I was singing a Celtic song in the number 7 lounge and I was a, I, I was applauded I was complimented on my singing voice now where are these hearing aids I've said this a few times before have helped me with my tone I don't know uh, but I was applauded brilliant there you go. Magic, right? We'll, we'll wrap up there. Just uh, thanks again
0: to everybody for listening in, and a, you know a special thanks to Tom no, for taking no the time out to come and speak this. So, cheers, guys.